Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Ryan Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is November the 12th, 2017, tonight, and I'll be tonight's speaker. It's going to be hopefully a question and answer uh, call tonight. Welcome, everyone. As I was saying that, you know, the, the scripture says he, he wants it to be written in the tab- tablets of our heart, not on the tablets of stone, which is a literal thing. And when you read the stories, they're not actual stories about actual people in their their stories put together to where we can get an overall meaning of what he's talking about and that and the divine laws and the you know the characters i mean there there are some that are you know valid like Peter and other things, but the the meanings there back up other things Michael Joseph, are you on here at all tonight? Oh, yeah, I see you as a guest six. If you'd like to chime in, feel free to. You too as well, Denise, if you want to, or I will hawk. I mean, there's just so many things that, like I said, that are going on that we don't need to have a mind of disruption and, uh, you know, to speak forth bad things and wickedness and talk about other people. That's not what this call is about. Well, hopefully we're here to lift one another up and come together in one mind and one accord and to know more about that divine creator aspect that's within us. You know, the ancient text says we are beings of light that were put into a coat of skin. But most people, they, they read the Bible and they'll swear up and down, up and down that that's the absolute holy word of the Creator. And it is not. There's mistranslations in there and everything else. And a lot of it they kept out. That's why it tells us to study to show ourselves approved, a workman rightly dividing the word. Here a little, there a little, everywhere the word. You know, that because it's not just in one place and it's not just in the Bible. It says, the Bible says the uh, three, four, full cord is not easily broken. I mean, you can 
You can find it in ancient history. You can find it by using the Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic. And, I mean, you can find it in, you know, the scriptures itself. I mean, it's there. But it it's in a, some of it's hidden because they put their spin on it. They'll give you a little bit of the truth, and then they'll put their spin on it where it will go back and agree with their so-called faith or religion. And if you look at the King James Version, the 1611 Version, that's what the Catholic Church did. You know, Sir Francis Bacon and 70 different scholars they kind of put that together. Hey, Jim. Uh, Michael Joseph on the call. How you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. How you doing? Oh, good. Good. I, I saw that uh, you requested maybe I call in. Uh, so, um, yeah, man. It's been a it's been a fun week. You know. Really There's just been a lot of things going on. Just everywhere. I mean, people out of the blue, it's just like all of a sudden they'd be walking down the street and they just flip out for no reason at all on people <laughs> that ain't even doing nothing to them. And I ask, I ask them, why are you doing that to people? They're just walking down the street. Why do you got to reach over, scream at them, holler at them, and basically shoot the finger at them? They didn't yeah. do nothing to you. They're just enjoying their life and doing their own thing. But they're I mean, it's just like some people are just flipping a switch and they're going, you know, <laughs> the space cadet. Well, you know, I my entire life, when I was even a boy, I was always the captain of the football teams, you know, baseball teams. And, uh, and you know, as I moved into, you know, um, young adulthood, I was in the service and I found myself in positions of leadership and, you know, even as an adult, you know, I became a the department head at an engineering firm and then went on to uh to, you know, run an engineering firm. Uh and uh, so, you know, I've always kind of been in that position of um leadership, you know. And really the really interesting thing is is when you look at um not everybody is meant to lead, you know. When you look at like a uh, the difference between someone who is like alpha who, you know, naturally leadership that gravitates towards that position and then you look at other people who are just not leaders you know that i know they're termed beta in terms of personality but i noticed over the years because um, i study personality profiles and so that i could be a better leader you know to try to understand the the profile of the, the one who's you know working for me so that i can lead them according to their profile but um like, you know, like I would never call an introvert out in front of a crowd. That just is not a good, that's not good leadership. But uh, anyway, um, I found in general that people who are not, you know, born to lead, one trait that I find over and over in these people is they complain. They on and on, you can't stop them from complaining. And, uh, but people who are natural leaders, they don't complain at all. They, uh, whenever they're, um, you know, they've got a problem facing them, they just put the plow in as deep as they need to put it. And, and if they got to plow everybody else out of the field, that's what they do. 
And uh, I just, uh, I see a lot of people running around these days because, you know, it's like that song Purple Rain by Prince, you know. He said, you say you want a leader, but you just can't make up your mind, you know. What is it, right? You want you want to be the leader? You want to be the sovereign? Or you want a leader? Which one is it, right? But please stop complaining, right? <laughs> you know, I'm so sick of hearing the complaining. But uh, but that's not really on my mind tonight. Uh, uh, tonight, you know, I, or or pr- pretty much uh, over the past, I'd say, month, I've been noticing, and I wanted to throw this out to see if anybody else had the same experience, but my number is 111. And I have two numbers, 111 and 1234. And uh, these numbers show up in my life over and over and over again. And 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 I've come to realize that this is a spiritual thing. And and I was wondering, has anybody else, you know, um, experienced this where, you know, they're starting to see um, a, a number or a particular set of numbers or any patterns in, in their lives? I just want to throw that out. There, no one said anything yet, but there, I'm just having to, yes, a number that occurs over and over, I walk safe. Yeah, and I just, I've just come to the point where I'm starting to uh, see in my life where when these, these numbers happen, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, I like what I walk wrote, you know, weird, it's like, I've just come to realize that it's part of that fleece. You're putting the fleece out. It, it, it's what I think is really going on is it's the divine um, mind or, you know, what I would call God, um, omnipresent mind, uh, condescending to the lower levels, which is my waking conscience. And, uh, and it's kind of like he's snapping his fingers at me. Come on, you know, pay attention, you know, and, and, you know, in other words, I'd like to talk to you face to face, but you know, there's maybe you got to clean up your 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 food or your something's got to be cleaned up. Maybe the devices got to be put in something, you know. And I, I just I've I've come to realize that if I follow it, if I see that number, I immediately look around and I take stock of what's going on around me because. I'm starting to sense patterns and uh, um, like in in terms of like leading me towards certain eventualities is what I'm trying to say. Um, No, I can understand what you're saying, brother. I mean, just like when, I mean, people like they say they want to, you know, that they're waiting to get to heaven to see God. Mm -hmm. Uh, they ain't ever going to see God that way because the Scripture even tells them in the Scripture and even in ancient texts, God is not a man that he should lie. And the only way that you're going to be able to see God is in the, you know, in us while we're here and while we're now. And yeah, you know, there's a song on the radio I heard this morning uh, it said, "It said you gotta have a friend in Jesus, so that when you you go to that spirit in the sky, he's gonna recommend you to the spirit in the sky." Right? 
you know, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I wasted my singing lesson money. All right, yeah, get it. But you know, but it says that he sits on the throne, and there's like, I mean, according to what they're reading in the scripture, it says there's only one throne, and it says that, you know, that the one they're saying, uh, you know, following Jesus, he's the one sitting on it. But then he also tells us we have to sit down on the throne also. And I've asked people, what is, what are we supposed to sit on his lap? <laughs> well, we sit. We sit. Uh, it's interesting, is that um, you know, I look at it like this. This is my opinion. I'm in my opinion land, as I always am. But I just throw that out on the waters before I speak. My opinion is that God is good. God is love. And the difference between the so-called quote end quote throne room and those who are in outer darkness has to do with the life that they lead, that they lead in terms of do they live a life of charity and, uh, and loving kindness, compassion, and empathy for other people, or is it all selfishness and greed and, and lust and fear? You know, and Because I've noticed that people who are very self-centered have a real hard time being around people who are very charitable and loving. In fact, they, they, it's syrupy sweet. They just can't stand it. It's too sweet. It's like eating, uh, you know, a cheesecake, a New York cheesecake. You can only have one bite. You know, you can't eat the whole thing. You got to get away, right? I mean, I just yeah. noticed that about these people. And so, what? I, as just observing this in people, I've noticed that it's not God that repels them. It's themselves. It's their yeah. deeds, it's their choices that they've made in life. They're they're sitting on the throne, and and they are either drawn to the good where their deeds can be easily exposed and everybody can see it, or they live in darkness where they want to hide things in secret and and they don't want anybody to see their deeds, you know, and, and to to understand the real motives of their um, of their will, you know, uh, so things no, are done in darkness. No, I agree with you, brother. Like it, like it tells us, out of the heart, which is the middle subconscious mind, it says the mouth will speak, and it says that the tongue will set on fire the very course of nature, and that that means I could either speak out a blessing and tell my fellow man, or my children, or anyone, you know, I love you, and you know, y'all will bless you and keep you. Hope you stay in perfect divine health. Or mm-hmm. I can turn around and say, you know, you sorry, so-and-so-and-so. I mean, but the thing is, whatever I give out and speak back, it's going to come back on me. Because you know that saying that the children say all the time? And I know you've probably heard it in your lifetime. When they say, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Yes, sir. I've heard it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. whatever we give out, it has to come back to us. Because we're the one, we're the one decreeing either the blessing or the cursing. It's coming out of our heart and out of our mind. And everybody says, "How can you say that?" Well, if you go back in the four Gospels, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you may, you know where they're talking about food and things like yes. that. And, and he says, uh, talks about uh, you know the food just goes out in the drought. He says, it's, "There's nothing from." outside of a man that can enter into him to defile him. It's what comes out of the man that defiles the man, such as an evil eye, wickedness, lasciviousness, 
you know, hate. Absolutely. The tongue, the tongue, the uh, the tongue, or uh, Philip, the tongue uh, is the horse. Philip, horses, the, which is the tongue, has the power to uh, set on fire the course of nature. Uh, the disciple called Philip is at the base of the tongue. In other words, that's the power center is in, in regard to Philip, you know, the faculty called Philip. Uh, yeah, that's something like Balaam speaking out a term, right? He said, you know, the dumbass spoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not going to name one, but you know where it says in Scripture. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing is that notice that when Jesus comes riding triumphantly into the city, he's sitting on, he's sitting on an ass. In other words, he is completely subdued his lower stubborn ass nature. I mean, uh, the the carnal nature has been subdued and redeemed, and so you know he redeemed all twelve. Uh, all twelve were were present and accounted for. So all twelve were redeemed. So, um, and he comes in right. And notice the story in the Old Testament when when um, Abraham, who is uh, divine good, um, and Sarah, who which is divine inspiration. Uh, when they bring forth their son, Isaac, which is, uh, you know, the the first truth which is birthed out of that union of divine good and, and divine truth, uh, they Abraham leaves his ass and his servants at the base of the mountain. They can't send with him to the mountain because that stubborn carnal nature is not allowed to, to go up the mountain. That's, that's not, that they can't mix the two. No, I so, agree you know, with you, but a lot of people will think that's a literal mountain. But at the same time, sure. that it's talking about the the mountain of our body, which is the the head. You know, when the 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 energy, the the serpentine energy, and I don't mean it's a serpent either. It just means that it's a wave energy within us that flows sure. up the spine, which they call the Kundalini in India. Yeah, yeah I eventually, mean, the more study you do, they try to, but the more study you do, the more you realize that that vagus nerve is um, is what they're talking about. That's the if you if you study the vagus nerve, you'll find that it goes down into the it goes down into Egypt, and it supports all the organs. Um, yeah. All of the brethren are saved, in other words, uh, by and through Joseph, which is the eleventh, and of course. You know, metaphysically, that's physically we see it. Metaphysically, it's uh, Joseph is the imagination, um, you know, the dreamer, they call him, right? And uh, we see in him as um, uh, uh, he represents that serpent, raising the serpent on the pole in the sense, uh, in the, what is it, Hindu traditions, they call it prana in the, Asian traditions, they call it you know, ki or chi. In, in the, in the Judeo-Christian traditions, they call it spirit, you know. Yeah, even uh, Yahweh told Moses to raise up the serpent on the pole, you know, yeah. so that when the people see it, that was for their healing. They would be healed. But yet they vilify all that stuff and not really reading really what it's saying. They're just taking a lot of times what the preacher's telling them instead of really studying it's just like, um, oh, oh, what was I going to say? Well, go ahead. Well, because we are we we are conscious. If, if first cause, if we go back to origins, which I have spent when I was at NC State, I wanted to know, man. I was on um, 
teams to build the first quantum computer over uh, at NC State. I was I literally put myself to know um, things, spent hours and hours reading stuff that you know bores you to tears. But um, you know, trying to find and and discover and you know, the deeper you look into matter, you realize that the the smaller and smaller you go, there's nothing there. And the smaller you get, you go into a void, and it's it's kind of a paradox. It's like, well, what's how do we have matter which seems solid, but the smaller we get, there's just nothing there. It's just nothing but space. And you know, the thing is, is you you come to the to the conclusion, which I think that the ancients came to, which is we we read Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus is is the spirit condescending into matter and understanding matter. Jesus Christ is um, the redemption of of matter um, into the perfect idea of the ideal man. Um, so um, that's why he's called the first begotten, uh, uh, the only begotten of the Father. Because if we if we align our thoughts with the archetypal thoughts of the ideal condition of life and good. And we align our deeds and our will such that our understanding is is attached to our emotion in terms of our will, in terms of our intentions and love. We open the gate. We open the gate. You know, I I do agree with what you're saying to a certain extent. I mean, because even in the scriptures and the ancient texts, it says that they worship. I think they're putting too much emphasis on Jesus the Christ. Because you know they're looking at it as a literal man, when they need to look no. at, at a higher. No, I'm just saying most people yes. do. I, I got you. Because it's, it's, they worship the creature, which is the physical man, more yes. than they do the Creator, and even the man Jesus. When and he's our example, we're supposed to be like he was, and it says, you know, I can do nothing of myself except what I see the Father do. That and even in, if, if you go to Paul in Corinthians, and I can't quote the the chapter and verse, but it's in Corinthians, and it, he says, henceforth we regard no man after the flesh, period. That yes. Christ is the archetypal ideal, the, the pattern man, the ideal man, which is why, you know, it's 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 a total alignment in consciousness. And... If the conscious is is aligned and healed to that way of life, and and that's why you, in the in the Old Testament you always read, you know, after a passage of time or a little while after or something like that, right? In other yeah. words, these things don't just happen because you decide to wake up one day and say, "Hey, I'm alive. I'm awake. I'm good to go. Let's go. Let's roll." You know, you got to get it. It's it's a it's habit forming. It's habitual. These things. Uh, take time and in working and they to, to form in the psyche and become rooted in the subconscious mind and, and you know you just can't go into a filthy cup with a, a little water and say hey yeah yeah we're, we're good to go now it's clean you know <laughs> no, I, work. I, I understand this just like i was talking with some people you know and you tell them about the kundalini and things like that there and they look at you like well man why are you believing stuff like that and they talk about this and that. And they say, well, it doesn't talk about that in the Bible. I said, well, well, you're reading the book of Revelations, aren't you? Oh, yeah, 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 that's a great book. 
I said, you know, the seven seals that, you know, that no one was found to open it, that, that the seven seals are going to be opened, and no yeah. one was found worthy in heaven or in earth except the one they're calling the Messiah teacher. Yeah. I said, well, they, they put their little spin on that. I said, because the seven seals are our seven energy centers within us, which they call the chakras. And when they're all opened and the the kundalini or that lotus flower that they're talking about, which is when the pineal gland ignites and you can you can see yeah! <laughs> All right. West that? Virginia. I don't know. Somebody come on and bombed in West Virginia, you know. what they don't understand that no one can open those seven seals except each one of us individually because when we open that up we we go beyond that earthly understanding and that spiritual understanding is opened up unto us in all things to where we can draw that knowledge forth from there and bring it back and share with our fellow man. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I would agree wholeheartedly with that. But I I just you know these things are um, like I say it like this right here. Um, I've come to realize that like if you're going to be out there and you're going to talk to people, then you know I'm just saying like this right here. A wise preacher told me a while back. He said, "Hey man, it's." not important what you know. If you're trying to help somebody, what's important is what they know. And the the point is, is you don't want to go in and destroy your uh, credibility, especially if they have come and uh, and asked for your help. Now, here's the key. If they truly desire help, then they'll submit to your instruction. Okay, if not, and they don't submit to your instruction, then they have, they're, they're being double-faced and and they um, are being duplicitous in regard to their position. So, but nevertheless, the condescending nature of coming back down the mountain to meet the people where they are in the way is is required of of someone who is going to die to himself because there's you know for what cause would anybody come back down and help somebody else except because they love somebody, they love their fellow human beings. They're, they're charitable towards them, you know, and they want, they, they know that if we can bring um, this transformation and be a part of this transformation where um, the, the status of what's going on in the earth is, is changed, you know, then heaven can indeed uh become this earth and uh, the kingdom of God can blossom and, and, and flourish. I mean, that's, that's the great trust. That's the, that, in, that is an incredible trust that was placed in man is the divine spark, which is placed in every single man, mankind. And, and that's the beautiful thing. Like, you know, you mentioned a minute ago about the new Testament, you know, that story where Peter, the, the sheep comes down, he's in a trance, right? And the sheep, he sees a vision and the sheep comes down, and he hears this, you know, slay and eat. And, you know, those who take it on a literal way say, hey, they're right there. It says, I can eat my tasty bacon. We're good to go, right? But that's not what the story's about, you know. It's about, um, on the in, on, from the inner sense, it's about um, 
redeeming those wild animal thoughts and desires that are that are within. But in the outer sense, he's saying, hey, look, you know, just because you're Judeo-Christian, that's not the only way. That's a way, but that's not the only way. I, you know, he said, I've got sheep that you don't know of. And and that's what he was telling him because, you know, Peter, I think, in, in the analogy there was uh, so steeped in his Judaism that he couldn't see that there was another way. Um, well, I understand what you're saying, but, I mean, uh, a lot of people ask me if I am a Christian. I tell them, hell no, I'm not a Christian. I'm not in that, <laughs> I'm not in that sense because yeah. I'm, I'm not Catholic and I'm not universal, and Constantine's the one that coined that word. And we sure. know that they, their teachings are not correct. And it even says that in the thing, that the things that they're teaching is anti-Christ. Well, I can understand why you could say that. Personally, for me, and I, you know, I, if somebody asks me am I a Christian, I'll just tell them flat out, yeah. But, I mean, do you want to have a conversation with me or you want to be contentious with me? You know, what do you, what do you want from me, you know, uh, because, you know, I, my days of fighting people, they're over, man. I mean, if somebody I'm wants to go their way... Any, I'm over, not fighting you know. anyone, brother. I'm not. But I know one thing, that I've got to be sure of what I'm telling people. And believe me, I check and check and check and recheck myself all the time. Amen. I, when I send somebody something, I have to know that I know that I know. Because I do not want to mislead or harm or hurt anyone. But it, it does yeah. say that if they ask, that I am required to tell them. And I'm not going okay. to okay. sugarcoat it. Uh, wait a minute. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them like it is. If they didn't want to know, they shouldn't have asked. I mean. Okay, but that's the, that was the thing. Is that I'm, not Jesus? I'm not asking Sir? them to believe me. Right. I'm just asking them to hope that I spark something in them enough where they go check for themselves because when they see it they're going to know and no one I won't have to tell them and no one else will because they will be able to see it for themselves say that's that right. hey there we go again we got West, West Virginia and California <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of good lord uh, but you know here's the thing uh, you know Always with the question, you see, because that way, you know, if you if you make a statement, then you know somebody's picking like a wild ass. They just you know they'll say you know we'll prove it. The Dalton Thomas side of it says prove it, right? Prove it. And see the thing, the beautiful thing is about you know the way is that you end up proving it to yourself through um, you know doing it. But but you know. I, I got a question. Prove it. I just, I, you know, I just, I ask questions. I mean, the reality is, is hopefully, people can, you know, it stirs up a little gray matter, and they come to their own conclusions because that's the, that's the way to be true to yourself. Quit, quit living somebody else's life. Be true to yourself. That's true. You know? I got a question for you. Did Go. did the one that you're calling Jesus sugarcoat anything? No, no, I don't believe so. But he also no. talked in parables. He didn't, he didn't throw it out in front of people that make fun of it. Uh, he, uh, here you go. Uh, get ready for the clowns. 
All three of them are unmuted. <laughs> Jim, you got to keep a better watch on this, Suzanne. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you that, uh, but I would say that he spoke in parables so that uh, those who would just, you know, goof on things because they refuse to put anything in, in action themselves. Um, they, they what, I'm they, uh, to, what I'm trying to say is the world system's that way anyway. There are going to be the jokers. There's going to be people doing all manner of things. Yeah. But when it comes to the divine understanding of the divine creator, that's a serious matter. And if people take that lightly, that's on their shoulders. It's not on mine. Yeah, I, I would agree. I agree with you. Everybody yeah. has to give an account for what they do. If they ask me, I'm going to tell them what I know and why I know it and give them the information to where they can go check for themselves. And if they disagree with that, that's their choice. Because we all have to make the choice. I can't get them them to heaven or wherever they think they're going. They can only get themselves there. They cannot get their children or their wives or no one else. All we're required to do is speak forward the truth and the divine law and the will of the Creator. It's not up to yeah. me to judge judge them in any way. All, but if they ask me, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell them, you know, just like it is. And they can disagree with me if they want to. I'm not twisting their arm or making them believe it. They have that choice. And there are those right. that that are not ready to hear or see it. But if they have enough within themselves to really, and they really are concerned about their where they're going or where they're going to be after they get up in age and stuff and check out of this body, so to speak, I I would think that they would want to know a little bit more than just their time here. Well, it's up to them. It's not up to me or anyone else. But if they ask me, it says that we are required to tell them. Well, absolutely, Ezekiel, and their blood's on our hands otherwise, right. Yeah, they they said that Jesus, the one that you're calling Jesus, they there said... There you go, Jim, look out, West Virginia's that, unmuted. <laughs> that he said he was, a, that he was a foolish, that he was a foolish man, you know, and they called him crazy and everything else. But now you got most of the world following. You know what I'm saying? It says a prophet yes. is not accepted in his own country. And I'm not calling myself a prophet, okay? I'm just quoting what it says in the good book. Yeah, I understand. I I um I, I take I just, the motto with especially when I'm out and out and about talking to people is that you know it says all things are are lawful unto me. You know, when you walk in the spirit, then all things are lawful unto you. But not all things are expedient. And you know, he says. In another place, uh, would to God that I could, you know, give up my own so that I might be a benefit to others, you know. And, and, and I think that... The hey, what do y'all think about niggers? What do you think about Hey, Jim, don't let this guy gore you, man. Just just, uh, just mute this guy, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Unfortunately, that is what it is. We can move on. But, you know, all things are uh, lawful, but not all things are expedient. So, you know, condescending to 
um, where somebody else is, so that you can you can help them. You know, m- many times means you you go over the same path over and over again because you know if you're going back to help people who are just starting in the way, you know, you're going to be going over the same path again and again. You know, um, I like them; they're very nice. So, you know, that's that's uh, fortunate that. Uh, I don't know why people um, want to come. Well, I, I, I do know why. I knew I do know why. They, in fact, I think Jim that um, actually a lot of these people get paid to come and and uh, tamper with these calls, or because um, um, if they're doing it out of their own. Uh, Let me say something here. They, hey, this is Donaldson. You guys, I just made a video recently about yeah. exactly what you're what you're talking about. The Cointel Pro. What they do is they come on the calls and they purposely disrupt and because you guys are doing something that is making people stronger, okay? And the job of – see, there, there's some belief that they ended in 1971, right, after they were doing all that COINTELPRO stuff that got exposed. But they actually, according to Wikipedia, uh, still have some operations going um, off the books, I guess, or off the record. But ultimately, yeah. Cointelpro, it's real, you know. And what they try to do is disrupt and all that. So, go check my my uh, YouTube out. It's Second Son of Donald at Gmail dot com, and you're going to be able to hear Roddy K, uh, Money Mike, uh, Mike Miller, as well as let's see, Face One, Aquila, and I think that's it. That's all that I can name right now. But they're all on one call. And all chiming in, trying to prove me wrong about something. And you know what, you guys? I totally went. I just made a video proving them wrong and debunking them. So go check out my YouTube channel where I debunk all these trolls that keep coming oh, well, in here to disrupt. Oh, Donald, Donaldson, there's anytime you're out in any um, Internet presence or any public presence, uh, people are going to come and just throw rocks to just create a... Um, Excitement. They they want to create a a duality so that the speaker is discredited and and the message is is hard to listen to. So, you know, you got to put on thick skin if you're going to get out there because you know people are always going to try to drag you down however they can. They make fun of you. Right. See, but there's different levels of abuse. Like this, what they're doing right now is just saying random things that just interrupt the call, but. There's another level where they actually create a relationship or like a semi-acquaintance with people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Conver- and they get into that little conversational mode and then start to eat away, right, at the things, the, the, the concepts that were entrusted, you know. Yeah, there you go. There you go, right there. That's Todd Morris, you guys. I know that voice. Well, here's so the thing. You know, yeah. the thing the thing that's really interesting. Yeah. Is, uh, I think I think the feds are going to know his voice too because. <laughs> let me just no, say that I'm, I'm connected with them, and they know about the ones that's been coming on here. Thou shalt not bear false witness to thy neighbor. What the hell's wrong with you, Dawson? You're a fed too, Money Mike. Okay, Jim. Right. I don't know, man. Uh, if you want to continue to call, that, that's your uh, that's your Listen, call. let me say but, something uh, about spiritual reality. When you guys get close to the truth, all sides of the coin begin to get exposed. You see, because what I've realized is that as I have woken up to the true nature of reality, 
I have been able to see manifestations of the dark side and what I would call the light side of myself, whatever I envisioned, you know. Um, this area of, of thought equals manifestation is an area that we need to focus on. Even Jesus said, or at least the story goes, that we have the same ability to, to create those types of, of things and more, those types of miracles and greater miracles. And, um, you know, it's not just with the... Yeah, it's with the power of words and thoughts. So what I'm seeing is, as I wake up and realize, hey, I'm connected to everything outside of my body. Everything That's is me. Right. I'm breathing. Check this out. What I'm starting to see is how if I hate my fellow man, in my thoughts, if I'm in a habit of hating my fellow man or my brothers or sisters, you know what? I literally start to see what I've created. You start to actually see and visualize what you actually created. You're going to wake up and see, oh, my God, this isn't good. You know, sometimes people have this real, you know, like this, this understanding where they think that if they wake up, they're going to be, it's going to be all bliss. It's going to be all roses and, 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 and milk and honey. And it's just not like that all the time, you know. There's a lot of waking up to the uncomfortable truth that we've created a reality that we didn't necessarily uh, want. And we did it based on expectations of what, of who, of other people. So you have to start living really according to that still small voice in yourself. And trust yourself. Go ahead. That's correct. Within us... In, it says, in that, in that divine creator, we live, we move, and have our being. Without, without that creator there, this body would just fall over dead. Okay? And no man knows when that their life's going to be taken from them. He lets, he lets mankind go, you know, for a space of time, like he says. Gives them space to repent, which means to turn around and go in the opposite direction that they're going in. You know, because he's long-suffering. But if they keep doing the same things over and over and over again, then it's going to come back and take them out. They can laugh. They, they, they can joke and they can do all that. That shows that those people, you know, that, you know, they think it's funny and they think it's cool. But they they better walk. That's all I can If you actually go, go to... I did a word search earlier today for COINTELPRO. And what I came up with was basically a definition which described federal agents, FBI, which had a program back in the 70s to basically go out and intentionally subvert um, uh, political movements that were happening in the community and also just through giving disinformation and also through a series of discrediting so they would go out and intentionally try to make people look bad? Donaldson? You, yeah. Um, uh, I know what you're talking about. I used to work for them, okay? Uh, and all I'm, I no longer do now, but I'm just telling you, uh, they've got things that most people don't even know they have. Yeah, and, okay. And, and uh, you know, not there, don't want to be there, you know, and a lot of what they're doing is not correct. 
And, you know, it's all I'm saying is that, you know, and you also got to watch what you say on there, too, because whether you believe or not, they're always listening. Well, look look and see again what I was saying about manifesting true reality. It, well, if you're seeing some, those harsh things come to life in your life, maybe there's a part of yourself inside that you're battling. Because we I'd have like to give to a all, shout out to Brother Donaldson. Thank you, Donaldson, for exposing those agents. You're a good man of God. Thank you. You are one of those people. Please hang up. So basically, here's what I was trying to say. <clears throat> When we start to see I know other what people you're saying, act. but the only way you can manifest things into this reality is mm-hmm. by understanding and then speaking it forth. Like it says, through the mouth, out of the heart, the mouth exactly. is and through the mouth, confession. The word confession means the same uh-huh. thing as verbalization. You verbalize it out. That frequency mm-hmm. goes forward and... And it causes to come into manifestation in a physical, right. three-dimensional world. But most people don't know that. They true. wonder why. They wonder why one minute they're being blessed and not everything's going right, and the next minute, a week or two or a couple of days later, all hell's breaking loose. It's because it's coming out of their mouth, and it's coming back on them because they're the one that spoke it out. And everybody says, "Well, how can you say that, or why do you say that?" You know the analogy where they talk about the devil and stuff in the in the the New Testament, and it says, "Oh, that the house has been swept and cleaned, and if they don't put nothing else back in well, there." We're going to talk about mangers. We're talking about you right now, sir. So if you just be quiet, you'll be listening. Go ahead, sir. Divine. Who, who is that? Divine. Person? Those people that are ignorant, they deserve the title. But just continue. Don't let them distract you. But what I'm trying to say is that what they do and what they speak out will come back on them whether they think it will or not. And they need to watch what they say because it, says it will set on fire the very course of nature set on fire, that word fire means destruction, which means it will destroy them because therefore they spoke it out, so therefore it will come back on them. They think they're hurting other people. It does anger them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it will come back on them. Absolutely. They may sick or something tragic could happen to them or other things, you know, or they could get a major disease. I mean, I don't know. It all depends on what manifests from the way they're acting and what they're doing. I mean, after a period of time, it says sin or missing the mark, and the mark for each one of us, it says from the beginning, is good, good, and very good. If we keep doing the ill and the wrong and disruption and everything else, mm-hmm. when it builds up big enough, you know, when your glass is full, you can't put it nowhere. It spills over, don't it? Yes, but but one one thing of correction here, I think, it's important to note that that calling your fellow man a sinner is a, is the biggest sin of all time. So this is why we, it's not up to you and me to judge. I mean, I'm this is why we have judgment. Day. I'm just saying 
They yeah. judge themselves by what they speak and what they do, mm -hmm. just like I do. I'm not calling anyone a sinner. Excellent. All I'm saying is that what they say and what they do, if they miss the mark, it says, Mark the perfect man, one that does not offend in speech. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's considered a perfect man, one that always watches and says the right thing. This is several niggas slasher. That's actually, it sounds more, it sounds more like, um, like a standard than than a, a reality. Well, it's not a standard. You keep on saying the wrong thing and see what happens. It's just like the electricity in the wall. You can use it to heat your house, cook mm -hmm. food, and everything else. But you stick your finger in there or a piece of metal in there, it'll knock you down or to burn you or it may even kill you. Exactly. Not knowing doesn't make it not there. You're, you're, that's an excellent point because instead of thinking in terms of law of attraction, we could think in terms of law of magnetism, where or whereby we take ourselves into the reality where what we want to have happen is happening. So even if we think about something we don't want, we take ourselves into that perspective whereby it is actually happening around us. Um, it is. And, yeah. And so it's not really in a law of attraction thing, but, yeah. Go ahead. Well, everything that's ever been created, that the, the Creator created, he created everything from the beginning, the past, the present, and the future. There's nothing that isn't there. It's not until we think upon it and put our thought upon it that it manifests. But everything is already there. It's not going to be. It already is. Exactly. And the present and the future. Even Solomon said, there's nothing done in the beginning that is not that it's not already completed or done. Exactly. I know. I hear you. What was done in the beginning is done and will be done now. What's done now has already been done in the beginning. In other words, everything in other words, is there. In other words, we're, by the way, Jinx, here we go. Check this out. By concentrating on this expanded sense of self, Right. This is the blessing that God has given to me, you guys. I'm able to see other people as an as, as a larger part of myself as a reality, and the blessing of it all is to let go of the things that bind the system together. Meaning, it's a system of limitations. When you let go of the system of limitations, like you'll see how everything that happens for another human being is also happening for you simultaneously. And by doing so, you can let go of weak desire, right? Desires that may be superficial. And then once you level out, you'll have a real pure, authentic desire start to arise from within yourself directly from the Godhead. Well, the Godhead is within you. The very creator was in you. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't be alive. And the thing is, <laughs> Just laugh at that stuff. Those people are seriously funny, disruptive. Well, I don't think sir. it's seriously funny, but, but they'll be getting a knock on the door within about three or four days. 
And they might think I'm joking, but they will see. I hope and so. And we'll see who will have the last laugh. And I'm not talking about me laughing either. But I'm just, you know, they can do what they, they're doing this right now. I know. It's so funny, this call, because earlier today I made a video about trolling, and, and I caught these people lying. I literally, I recorded them, I went back and listened, and then I heard all these trolls just lying, all in harmony, in unison together, so I made a video about it and posted it on YouTube. It was pretty funny. And what it was about was basically the words of art, how... There's this thing called words of art, and it's basically, you know, if you're in a particular profession, you use particular words, precise words, right, strategically precise words that describe your industry. But um, so words of art, we're, I was using it, and someone told me I was completely wrong, just 100% wrong, and that it's not called words of art, that it's actually called terms of art. So that what they're trying to do is brainwash me, make me feel discredited, you know, and, and that's typical COINTELPRO, federal, you know, FBI, like, you know, like counterintelligence operative crap. All right? And God bless them. Yeah, but you can say whatever you want to, but there's more going on than meets the eye. People just have no clue. I'm no longer part of any of that and never want to be again. But I'm just telling you. And 24, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't have my channel. Let anyone knock on their door. Well, believe me. There's more going on than you know. But all I can say is that, you know, uh, you know, we've been on here right at an hour. And I'm going to cut it short tonight because they keep coming in there and disrupting everything. And yeah. Right in. They like to do that. They they don't want us to organize. But that's, the, that's their job. But guess what? They can't get, they can't stop the truth. I mean, there's, if you want to contact me, it's 415-424-3276. Anybody can call me anytime. And also check out my YouTube channel and, and message me. Second son of Donald. No, I understand. Amen. Hey, by the way, Divine, Mr. Ewald, I really love your show. I think you got something very different here. You have one of the only shows on TalkShoe that actually deals with this area of contemplation. And I just want to say I think you are honorable. Well, I try to be. You know, you know, I try to do good to my fellow man. You know, I mean, we're trying uh, yeah, to... Yeah, can I get a camp-based chick McNaglets? And yes, and also you can also get a boot up your ass. But we're not talking about that right now. Do you mind holding on a second? What I'm trying to say is that, you know, we take the the ancient teachings where they've got the scriptures from, okay? And even though the churches, the Catholic Church put their spin on it and kept a lot of things out, but there still is truth in there. The thing yeah. is that what they need to do is if they take time to listen they might can learn something. And if they ask questions and ask where we found it or where we got that from, we would give them the information to where they can check for themselves. But they're only going by what some preachers told them somewhere or some group has told them 
just like mm-hmm. here. We will give them the information where they can find out for themselves and make a judgment for themselves. Not what, it's not my opinion or anyone else's opinion. You know, we're just, we're just relaying the information, basically. What we've come to understand and know to be right and correct and true. And we present it to you. You might not agree with it. That's fine. We're not twisting your arm. The thing is, if you want the information, you check it out for yourself, and then you make the decision on your own. I'm not with any organization. Okay, I'm I'm doing my best to to live for the ever-living the best I know how and to help my fellow man do the same. I don't know everything. That's why we have this call where we can all come together and reason together, not sit there and put foul language and, you know, say all these things about the Jews and the effing niggers and stuff like that. That's, that's you know, that's nonsense. That, that's lower than a child would do. I mean, they, well, actually, haven't up, they haven't grown up in their mind. They must think it's funny. Well, it, it fits. It fits the profile actually of of uh, a subversive, and and you know what? By constantly exposing it, I mean, um, and and moving forward with the uh, you know your agenda of education uh, and I realization, nothing would be actually nothing would actually be. Nothing would really be harmed. Just constantly move forward, understand that those things exist, and moving forward, but actually exposing it at the same time and keeping your position, you know? You're good to go. It's like holding up the, the American flag, you know? That's all we're doing. We're just continue. We're going to be, you know, if, if one person gets shot, I'm going to dive in there and try to hold up that flag because the, the whole point is we're not going to let that flag fall. You know, the idea is once you really have a understanding about true reality, you can never let the flag fall. Just your existence alone is evidence of the true reality. No, there's too many people out there. If you look at the world system today, how many religions are there? There's the Catholics, you got the Pentecostals, oh, wow. you got the Baptists, you got the Jewish religion, and it doesn't say that. It doesn't. It doesn't say what? It doesn't say what, my friend? It doesn't call... It, man called it a religion, not mm-hmm. the creator. You know, right. like people say, well, I go to church. Mm-hmm. What church are they going to? A man-made church, because the creator never called it a church. He said it was the ecclesia. The ecclesia means the body electric. Now, how are you okay. going to go to the body electric, which the body electric mm. is you. You're the house that the Creator yes. built. Not yes. some building down there. Man made that. Mm. But they'll swear up and down. That's God's house. I mean, they, they're, they're literalizing everything when, it, when they're going to miss the boat. And you try to honestly, truly try to help them. They're going to miss the you boat. You know what? Honestly, let me say something. When I think about myself in terms of other people, like other people are the larger part of me, nobody misses the boat because I don't like to beat myself up, first of all. And if other people in my reality are the larger part of me, I will never be hating on them and say, oh, 
you know, like I have said fuck them before. Trust me, excuse my French. I have cussed people out, and I have been such a butthead, you know. It wasn't until recently that I could come to this comprehension whereby I have to love my fellow man directly like I'm loving myself. Yeah, but you're, I understand that. If you love your neighbor as yourself, like he says, mm-hmm. okay, then you're going to tell him the truth. You're not going to lie to him, mislead him, just like if you had a child or whatever. You're not going to turn around and, which, well, there are some people that are really messed up that abuse their kids and everything else. I mean, that's that's really sad. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, if you love someone, you're not going to misuse them or abuse them. You're going to do everything you can to help them. Yes, I hear you. Forget that. But just and forget what, wouldn't you want to do everything you to say about that boy? And if you love, exactly, you know, the idea is to respect other people as part of yourself. So all these people that are on the line right now, what they're doing is evidencing the fact that maybe there's an area within ourselves that we have been battling that we're not facing. And this is the, what we're seeing is the actual manifestation of the ignorance that we ourselves have been displaying just by failing to look at these areas where inside of ourselves we're literally battling the true nature of reality. And so once we fix ourselves inside and there's no battle, we, we would just gener- generally slow down on our reaction to the negative response as it applies to what's happening on the call. You know? No, I understand, and everybody's got an opinion. I'm not saying that. But it can be said in a in a, a proper and decent way. You know, if you disagree with what we're, what we're saying, just say, hey, I disagree. You don't have to put all those comments in there. And like West Virginia, holler nigger, nigger, nigger. That 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 person is sick, and he he really needs help. And I'm not judging him; he's judging himself by what he's doing. Because <laughs> people yeah. see people see that, and that's one of the first things they're going to think: that person is sick, and he needs help. I mean that that's what's going on. Well, but, really, but this year, you know, I'm gonna yeah. Cut it yeah. short here, and I appreciate each and every one of you for coming. And you know, thank you, Donaldson, and the rest of y'all. I love and Welcome. appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for uh, coming in there. Yeah, and, we shouldn't put up with them damn. Um, so basically, just wanted to say that I love you too. I appreciate that. I mean, y'all have a bless each and every one of you. May every. Uh, desire and dream that you have that's good, good, and very good come true for you. And may Yava protect you and keep you safe. And with that, I'm going to end the call. Good night, everyone. Good night. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine health. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.